0: If you have found yourself in the heat of battle today, let me remind you to fight ferociously for your joy. Of all the things in life that you can fight for, nothing is more important than fighting for and then maintaining your joy. This is Bible teacher and author Carol McLeod, and I'm honored that you've joined me today for this Bible study that I have entitled Defiant joy. It's always a delight to spend this time together on the Charisma Podcast Network on A Jolt of Joy. If you want to be a healthy person emotionally, sometimes you're going to find yourself smack dab in the middle of a battle. Now, if you want to be a person who responds to life with joy, This also may take a battle or two in your life. And we discover how to dress for battle by studying Ephesians chapter 6. Because if you were going to the mall, you'd dress a certain way, wouldn't you? If you were going to work out in the garden, you'd dress in a different way. If you were going to the gym, you would dress in a different way entirely. Or how about if you were going to a four-star restaurant? Now that would take an incredible amount of getting ready for. Well, getting ready for battle is no different. There are some pieces of that you must put on if you want to fight well and fight strong. If you want to hang on to your joy and maintain a position of living a healthy emotional life, then you have to dress for battle. And we discover how to dress for battle by listening to the words of Paul and the Holy Spirit as found in Ephesians chapter 6. Let's begin our study today with verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know, a Roman soldier knew the value of good, sturdy sandals. A Roman soldier wore sandals for protection from the elements, from injury, and these Sandals that a Roman soldier would put on would also enable them to move ahead quickly when they were being attacked. Now, let me describe the sandals to you that a Roman soldier would wear. Protruding from the sole of the shoe were iron hobnails. These hobnails would give the soldier extra grip and would give the sandals a longer life because these sandals took some mighty hard wearing. They went uphill and downhill. They went across fields, across deserts, across riverbeds. And so these sandals had to be sturdy and the hobnails protruding from the bottom gave them extra strength. Now, if a soldier were to take off one of these sandals, it could be used as a weapon of warfare because he could use the hobnails in hand-to-hand combat, in fighting with a ferocious enemy. You know, when I study about these sandals that a Roman soldier used to wear, it's almost an oxymoron to me because Paul and the Holy Spirit say to shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What does the gospel of peace have to do with fighting our battles? What an irony that the weapon of warfare in the heavenlies is is the gospel of peace on earth. You know, the gospel will enable you to move ahead in life. The gospel will give you sure footing in a mountainous and a desert world. Now, the gospel of peace does double duty as it applies to the footwear that you're going to wear in battle. It helps you go places that you could not go on your own. And the gospel of peace is going to help you fight off a fearsome enemy in life. So my friends, be ready at any moment to take out the gospel of of peace. Use it as a weapon of warfare. It will help you go places you could never go on your own and use it not to fight against people, but to fight against the enemy, Satan himself. I love Proverbs 12 20 that tells us counselors of peace have joy. And the gospel of peace is going to bring a joy into your life that's inexpressible. So make sure that you've got on the proper footwear for battle, the gospel of peace. Ephesians 6, 16. In addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So the shield of faith was oval. It was leather or canvas stretched over a wooden frame, and then it was treated with first century flame retardant. Um, now, an enemy tactic in coming against the Roman army was that an enemy would often throw flaming arrows toward the enemy forces that they were fighting. These flaming arrows were bits of cloth wrapped in pitch or tar. The enemy would set them on flame and then send them spiraling through the air. These flaming arrows were more than a nuisance. They created much harm. They caused many armies to retreat in fear or in agony until the development of the shield. The shield protected the Roman armies, especially those shields that were covered with a flame-retardant material. Now, your enemy is throwing fiery darts left and right at you. They're a nuisance. They might cause much harm in your life. You might even be tempted to retreat unless you're using the shield of faith. What are some of the fiery darts that we experience as we go through life? Well, there's people's arrow tongues. Isn't that the truth? That people's tongues can do a lot of damage in our lives. Impurity that comes into our life, things that you watch, things that you read, things that you listen to, those pieces of impurity are fiery darts of the enemy that are tempting to get you to think the wrong way act the wrong way. Other fiery darts are selfishness, Or doubt or fear or disappointment. These things burn and destroy. They burn marriages and they destroy relationships. And the only way to combat these fiery darts of the enemy is with your shield of faith. You know, this is what a shield of faith talks like because, oh, let me tell you, a shield of faith talks. A shield of faith says this God is who he says he is, and he can certainly do what he says that he can do. A shield of faith might also talk like this. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So I'm going to be a man or a woman of great faith because I'm going to please God with my life. Faith sounds a whole lot like the word of God when it talks. Now, the opposite of faith is a negative and whining heart attitude. The opposite of faith is a negative and a whining tongue. If you don't hold up your shield of faith, you might say things that sounds like this. Why me, Lord? Why do I get all the bad breaks in life? God, I've always known that she's your favorite. I always know that I'm forgotten. God, nothing ever goes right for me. That's the way you're going to sound if you take down the shield of faith. Now, faith not only protects you in this battle that you're in, but it will also extinguish the fiery darts. That Your shield of faith, which is the word of God, puts out the fiery darts. They will have absolutely no power in your life. And did you know that faith, is well able to deliver joy into your life? Oh yes, it's true. Because this is what Philippians 1.25 says, I will continue to pray for your progress and joy in the faith. If you can maintain a position of faith, you're going to maintain your joy. If you will fight the fiery darts of the enemy with faith, which is the word of God, nothing and no one will be able to steal your joy from you. Ephesians six seventeen. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, let me talk to you about the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation wasn't pretty. It was not an Easter bonnet, if you know what I'm talking about. The helmet of salvation was ugly. It had hinged cheek pieces and a neck protector that went all the way down the back of a Roman soldier's neck. A helmet of salvation was guaranteed to ruin any great hairdo. The helmet of salvation. What is this helmet? And why is it so important as we fight our battles? Well, you know what salvation is. Salvation says, I belong to Jesus and he belongs to me. I have accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. He has saved me. He's forgiven me of my sins, and I'm going to spend eternity with him in heaven. If you're saved, if you can think those thoughts, if you can talk like that, it's going to protect your mind, because most every battle that you will face in life will begin in your mind. You will start to think thoughts like this. She doesn't like me very much. I don't think I'm going to get a raise this year. My husband doesn't understand me. Only one little piece of chocolate won't hurt me. Now the power that is found in salvation will protect your mind. The power that is found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ will protect your mind. You will begin to think the right way thoughts if you put on the helmet of salvation every day of your life. Psalm 51.12 says this, Restore to me the joy of your salvation. If you can keep on the helmet of salvation, if you can keep thinking saved thoughts, you're going to stay in a place of joy. My friend, your mind has been saved, so you should not be thinking discouraging, fretful, thoughts, but your mind should be filled with the Word of God. As we study this armor that we're putting on, most every part of the armor so far has been defensive. But now we're going to get to the offensive part of our armor, the Word of God. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. My friend, you will never win a battle in life until you fight with the Word of God. You, you're you going to be crippled. You're going to be wounded if you don't fight your battles with the Word of God. Did you read your Bible this week? Did you read your Bible today? You will never be able to take new ground in life unless your life is linked with the power in the Word of God. I hope you'll join me tomorrow as we study more about the power of the Word in a believer's life. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.